Next on BYU Sports Nation, picking up the pieces. BYU football's dream of an undefeated season, gonzo. So what now? Steve Young joins us live. Where does BYU go from here and the mindset of a backup quarterback as Christian Stewart takes the reins? Plus, Taysom Hill's prognosis after surgery and his Twitter reaction after last night's shocking turn of events. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. We will rise. Get the frustration out. BYU Sports Nation on your radio, television, and other media machines, presented by the BYU Store your home for authentic BYU products. Welcome to a special Saturday edition of BYUSN, October 4th. My name is Spencer Linton. Glad to be here. Teamed up with a guy who still proudly rocks the blue goggles, Jerem Jordan. Uh, we need to retire the giant ones, though. These were the playoff goggles. Yeah, these are gone. Does anyone have a lighter? Does anyone, in this building, probably not let's good. Not, no, Let's not no. destroy them. Yeah. Well, the, the, just put them in the closet well, for a the year. The really big ones? Put them the in the re- closet for a year. The, no, we'll just buy some new ones. Whatever. <laughs> these were given to us. I'm not going to actually destroy these. We will retire <laughs> these, though. Do we retire? Okay. I mentioned that the these smaller ones with the New Year's Six goggles. Oh, New Year's Six undefeated. Taysom Heisman. Now, now we'll keep these because these are blue goggles, and just generally, that's the thing we do. But the New Year's Six part of this, Gonzo. This BYU season has represented the absolute beauty and agony of being a loyal college football fan. The highest of highs, four and zero, ranked 18th, beat Texas 41 to seven. Heisman Trophy candidate, (laughs) rolling. And then the lowest of valleys. Your Heisman Trophy quarterback. Sports, man. Injured. Dreams of a perfect season crushed. And a numbing loss to, let's face it, an inferior opponent in Utah State. Not last night. They were the better team, man. We'll break that down in a moment. But, yeah, if, if Taysom Hill was healthy and BYU had lost, this would be easier to deal with. But Taysom Hill's out for the season. Broken leg. Fibula. So it's like, I feel like I got broken up with back when, uh, back when I was in the dating game. Like, <laughs> what? What just happened? Crushed. This is what you do as a college football fan. This is real life. Join sort our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN. Get involved in today's Twitter question. What are your expectations for BYU moving forward? I like the first tweet from at David Rencher. General conference will be group therapy for Cougar fans. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up at the top of the hour on BYU TV. BYU Sports Nation simulcast and beautiful radio vision on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. Rise and shout even if you don't feel like it. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. So what happens... Now, BYU dual-threat quarterback, Heisman Trophy candidate, Taysom Hill, goes down last night with a broken leg in a 35-20 crushing loss to Utah State. Perfect season, over. Heisman campaign, over. Taysom scheduled to undergo surgery at 7.45 a.m. Mountain Time on his fractured left fibula. Bronco Mendenhall didn't have much time to process what happened before he addressed the media. 
really difficult to watch Taysom go down. Um, early early report is um, it is a broken leg, um, lower leg or lower bone in his body. Um, surgery tomorrow morning, 7.30. He'll be out for the year. Um, three to four month recovery is what the early sign is. Three to four months. Like we said, season over. And Bronco hopes to see Taysom ready for spring ball. Can we burn the, uh, the footage of him breaking uh, his fibula there? Can, can that be the last time we see that for a long time? Oh, that crushes me. Because that's BYU's possi- possible undefeated season in a play. Gonzo. That fast. And sometimes... The wind was out of LES. It was amazing. It came back in later. It came back in later. BYU drives down with Christian Stewart and whatnot, but the hopes and dreams that BYU had post-Texas. Now, remember what I said. Texas is a peak moment. Everyone had treated every game like it was going to be a Texas. Take out the Texas game. What is BYU? They're 3-1. and one. They're 3-1. and one. But now, Christian Stewart's the quarterback. Things have changed. Taysom Hill has tweeted 126 times. That's not a lot. From his Twitter account. The 126th tweet looks like this. Quote, Thanks for all the prayers and tweets tonight. Love my team and will be supporting them all year. Hashtag fam. Hashtag Cougar Nation. That kills me because he's distant. Them? You know what I mean? He's a part of the team, but he's not. No. My heart aches for Taysom Hill because I know him and I know what this means to him. And everyone else associated with BYU Athletics that, that loves Cougar sports. Yeah, it's a major bummer. Major bummer. BYU had a great thing going. Was BYU going to go undefeated? I'm going to repeat what I've said. Chances are they weren't. Chances are they were going to lose a game at some point. It's so hard. And last night was that loss. Credit to Utah State. They won the game. I don't think BYU lost it. I think Utah State absolutely won the game. I called for 17-plus. I was totally wrong. Utah State won. Congratulations. Old Wagon Wheel. Unlike 2010, they wheeled it out of there. Right then. Grabbed it. Give it to us. We're taking it home. The first win for Utah State in Provo since 1978. 36 years in the making. And what a way to do it against 18th ranked and undefeated BYU. A team that was riding high. I mean, really, the darlings of college football. But what now? There's nothing you can do about Taysom Hill. There's nothing you can do about the undefeated season. The Heisman campaign. Here's what's now for me, the answer to our Twitter question, what are the expectations? A 9-3 and three regular season, I think would be really good for BYU. Christian Stewart, we saw every snap that we were allowed to see in fall camp, we watched of Christian Stewart, we talked to him at length. He's got the skills to pay the bills. He does. Last night was not a good condition in which to throw him in. Down 14, we're going to make you pass the ball almost every play. He made a couple good throws. There were a lot of overthrows. It felt like Jake Heaps a little bit at times, chucking the ball. He's, he was tied. He was wound up. He was excited. That was not the Christian Stewart you're going to see the rest of the year, in my opinion. I think that he's going to be a pretty good quarterback. But to expect for BYU to win out the rest of the way, that's going to be just as tough as it was to go undefeated. Here's where we pick this thing up. Christian Stewart told us that he did not come to BYU to be a backup. He wants to play. And he has the confidence to go along with it. Listen to what he said last night. If there's a guy that's ready to step up to the challenge, it's me. That's why I came here. That's what I'm about. I'm a leader. I'm a confident guy in my, my ability. And I know my teammates have that same confidence in me. And I could feel it tonight. And, yeah, 
Uh, we made a few mistakes here and there, but it, I honestly believe that um, my team has my back, I have their back, and going forward, we're going to do some special things this season. Christian Stewart, now the guy in Provo. And Taysom Hill was, in a way, carrying this team through Houston, through Virginia. Yeah, he, he made up for some deficiencies for BYU, definitely. So now the 6'2", 208-pound senior, junior college transfer from Snow College. Former had, walk-on scout squad guy is the starter. He, he's the guy. He had an outstanding career at Snow College. Got one year. no looks. Yeah, one year. Got no looks. Killed it. Killed it, yeah. Back at BYU. So he's the guy. This reminds me a little bit of 1977, Gifford Nielsen. BYU was 3-0. They played at Oregon State in Game 4. Uh, Gifford Nielsen broke his leg, a la Taysom Hill. And then Mark Wilson was born. Mark Wilson turned into an All-American quarterback. I'm not saying Christian Stewart's going to do that. In fact, I don't think he's going to be an All-American quarterback. Well, but he only if, has seven games. Right. But if, he, but if he can go, I don't know, five and two in those last seven, I think that's pretty stinking good. That's what happened at Utah State last year with Daryl Garrettson, who chewed up BYU last night. Took over for Chucky, went 6-1, and one. they won, a, won the division, won the bowl game. That would be a fantastic sort of result for BYU. 9-3 regular season would be awesome. There is less of a margin of error with Christian Stewart as your signal caller because of what Taysom Hill could do with the BYU offense. He compensated for so many different things. You, you could have a terrible snap or a blown play, and Taysom could still make something out of it with just sheer athleticism. With Christian Stewart, you have to hone that back, hone those expectations back, and nobody knows that better than Bronco Mendenhall. That's exactly right. The execution now has to be at a higher level because of Taysom, his ability to create and make things um, go the distance sometimes that don't have um, or aren't blocked well enough to go the distance. So everything within our offensive system now will have to be executed at a higher level. Okay. Yeah. That's exactly right. The challenge is issued. Absolutely. And it's a quick turnaround. Thursday against UCF. That's a big game. UCF is 2-2, but I think they've got some skills, man. That's going to be a hard game. But Christian Stewart, from what we saw in fall camp, we named him the fall camp MVP. Uh, He has some good skills. He's got a strong arm. He's got a – I think he'll be much more relaxed. Throwing him into that game last night. That's about as tough as it gets. Hey, down 14. By the way. Yeah, down 14. Your star quarterback is injured. All of the momentum is gone. Yeah, go go that, win the yeah. football game. By the way, it, and it's too bad that that happened because honoring Jim McMahon at halftime, it, it was great to do that, but it was just so weird given the score the and that Taysom was out. It, it just got really weird really quick. The workaholics effect happened. BYU now moving forward without Taysom Hill. Christian Stewart is the guy at Central Florida on Thursday, another ESPN game. What does BYU play for now? You play for what you had originally. Exactly, and that brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Heck yeah, seven. There are seven games left in the regular season. The stuff that we talked about that BYU is playing for in the preseason are still available. We weren't clamoring about an undefeated season. It was double-digit wins. Yes. And a bowl win. Yep. Get ranked at the end, by the end of the year. If BYU wins out or finishes 11-2, and two, they'll be ranked at the end of the year. The pollsters, I'm guessing, because they're tapped in, Taysom Hill's gone, BYU will drop out, but how far? If they, oh, like, if, if they drop to out. like 35. 30-plus. 30 guess what? Guess what, though? With seven games left... 
there is still enough of an opportunity for them to climb back into the rankings and achieve those three team objectives that are the same every year for Bronco Mendenhall's teams. And, and they should be. Remember, Texas was peak. Like, if Texas is the way BYU plays every game, it's different. That's not. There was a regression to the mean. And last night might have been the worst game the BYU plays all moment. year. The low moment. Clearly. Yeah. That's going to be the low hopefully moment. It's, hopefully that's the worst. Well, does it get worse than Taysom Hill being injured I mean, and gone for the season? I mean, the, the result in the game. Yeah. yeah. That? No. No. <laughs> That's the worst. Yeah. So you've, you've had the peak in the valley. <laughs> Regression of the mean. What can BYU do in the remaining seven games? Our Twitter question today, what are your expectations now for BYU moving forward? You've got sweet. Yes, you do. At Blaine Jacob, I expect a coming out party for Christian Stewart next week. Dude has a cannon. He throws a better deep ball than Taysom Hill. That, that was evident through fall camp. That was the one thing that stood out. He does have a good arm. At Tuckinator, Christian Stewart got the skills. Did you even watch? He was 10 for 29. It's 34% completion. Wish not true, but we are in trouble. You saw one game. I've seen all of fall camp at Tuckinator. The guy can play. I, and again, he got thrown into a difficult situation. That's really tough. Give him a week of prep. Get him comfortable. Uh, don't give him a 14-point uh, disadvantage. Of, you know, or an 18-point disadvantage. There's think differences. Of, think about he the first play, drive he had in the third quarter. BYU's defense holds. They drive all the way down to, I think, the 7-yard line. 9-yard line. First and goal. Jordan Leslie interception. Throws a pass. It gets Partially tipped, bounces off the shoulder that was too arm bad. of Jordan Leslie, and then like all momentum gone. But Chris, that was his first drive as a real Division One quarterback. Maybe he, maybe Stewart's really good. Maybe he's not. We don't know. That was that was a uh, you. Hey, Stewart, make a bunch of play with with your arm because we're down uh, we're down fourteen. That was the situation last night. That's a terrible situation to throw a backup quarterback into, and he had to do that. Give him some practice, some time to get on par with his receivers. He's not practicing with the first want, team at, you know, on the regular. Lean on Jamal Williams and Al Jamal yes. Brown at you, the start of the UCF. You still have yes. the best running back, arguably, that you've ever had at BYU. That's Luke Staley. Don't get crazy. I said arguably, <laughs> right? Arguably. Also trending, it's volleyball game day. More on that. What's the mindset of a backup quarterback, though? We look into that next on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. It's game day for 10th-ranked women's volleyball. Yes, it is. Santa Clara tonight, 10 Eastern time, not 9 Eastern, 10 Eastern time, right after the priesthood session of General Conference right here on BYU TV. Spencer Linton on the call. The ladies looked impressive uh, Tuesday, beat Pepperdine on, on the road, beat what, Gonzaga Thursday? Portland. Portland. I don't even know. Beat, not beat a West Coast Conference team. San Francisco. Named <laughs> St. Francisco. No. Yeah, they beat, they beat San Francisco. Now St. Clair comes into town. With a uh, team high or season high blocks. 24 team blocks, 17 Woo! from Whitney Young. So, yeah. Boom. Watch the ladies, number 10 in the country. The highest ranked team at BYU. That is correct. What are your expectations for BYU football moving forward? Taysom Hill done for the season out with a broken leg, what? A fibula. There are a number of other players that are now nursing injuries. We didn't even mention those in the first block. Let's talk about Alani Fua, Dallin Levitt, Braden Kersley, Michael Elisa. It was 
when it rains, it pours. I know that oh, is man. an overused cliche, but it really felt like that. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's no update on these guys either as of now. We've looked into this. Um, you, would, you would think that Michael Elisa would have a chance uh, going into the game on Thursday, but when, when guys are down on the ground and getting carted off, that's tough to be able to go the next game. Granted, that could be precautionary. So we'll see who's ready for the next game. I mean, that was, that was weird. And, it, and should I take a moment right now? Should this be the moment? Uh-oh, here we go. I will personally take responsibility for all of the possible season-ending injuries. It was clearly your it's, fault, Jeremy. It, it is clearly my fault by stating fact that, that zero had happened through four games and then all of a sudden that rush. That, we, yeah, we thought this is what apparently it's like kryptonite or something what is weird. this composite yeah come on that was so weird that that game i mean everyone's gonna remember that game that's that's the 08 tcu game that's the 09 florida state game it's 2014 utah state game of undefeated season gone Taysom breaks his uh fibula and four other dudes get taken off what a weird weird game it utah just- state's like it wasn't weird it was awesome what do you, I mean, what do you do? Those are the things you cannot prepare for. We asked Mike Bellotti, how in the world could Utah State win this game? And, and he brought up some good points. He said, well, I think the turnovers will be an issue. And then he didn't reference injuries specifically, but he said sometimes weird things happen. Yeah, and, and let's address a couple of those. BYU still doesn't have a pass rush. So Daryl Garrettson's back there picking people apart. Double moves. Jordan Prater gets caught. Greg Bills comes in. Boom, 72 yards under Sharp. Right before the half to go up 28-14. It was like, what just happened? Utah State played confident. Utah State lost to Arkansas State two weeks ago. They lost to Tennessee 38-7. Tennessee's decent. What in the world happened? BYU lost to a team that lost to Arkansas State. That's what happened. Utah State came in with swagger, man. And they beat BYU. Huge shock. Credit to the Aggies. They outplayed BYU. The Cougars need better play in the secondary and better pass rush. Penalties were not as big an issue last night. Turnovers, uh, Christian Stewart's being aggressive. He throws three picks, four for BYU, one for Utah State. But it was Utah State's ability to, oh, by the way, Nick Vigil, linebacker, playing running back. He averaged over six yards a carry. Where did that come from? He's never played running back in college football. He played on both sides of the ball. Miles Jack thinks that's awesome. He led the team in tackles with nine. What a game. I mean, the difference in that's, that. Those are the makings of an upset, though. We thought Weird one thing, happen. and then Utah State did another, and BYU didn't respond. Alani Fua, we believe, Bronco Mendenhall said there are five guys out with ankle injuries. That's that's what he said. And so I'm I'm gathering that Fua and Levitt and, and Braden Kersley. Jordan Leslie, I mean, he kept playing, but he was limping around. That's that's he gonna bug him the whole year, you'd he, think. He wasn't fully healthy, but credit to him for playing through it. And then he was really apologetic on Twitter after saying, you know, I, I'm ashamed of my play. And yeah, let's let's go ahead and read the specific tweet from Jordan Leslie. This is a guy that's not afraid to back down from what he feels really happened. I just want to say sorry to everyone. I let this team and the uh, I let down this team and the fans. I didn't make the plays I needed to make. I'm ashamed of my play. I think he's referencing a couple drops that he had in the second half. It's not on you or one guy. I understand that. No need to apologize. Honestly, I, he had a couple really good catches. BYU's got to play better as a team. They've got to get more pass rush on defense, and the secondary's got to play a little better.
What? There, there's there's room to improve, but I like BYU's team right now. I think a nine and three regular season is still a good possibility. What are your expectations for BYU football moving forward now? To answer that question, and joining us live, David Nixon, BYU TV analyst. You can catch him on After Further Review this Tuesday, eight Eastern, six Mountain Time. And believe me, there is plenty to talk about. David, let's ask you the Twitter question. What are your expectations now for BYU football moving forward, given everything that went wrong last night against Utah State? You know, uh, you guys just mentioned 9-3. and three. Uh, I think that's plausible. I, I think uh, the BYU team can, can really rally around each other. I mean, obviously you missed the best after that team to take them, but there's still plenty of guys and supporting cast that can step up um, and, like I said, rally around each other and, and, and come out and hopefully um, grab some wins. So, I think the toughest part of the schedule is now done. I mean, obviously, at UCF is going to be uh, a tough task uh, than that Cal later in the season. But other than that, I think the schedule is favorable now uh, for them to put a string of wins together. You know, at Boise State, I would throw in there as well. It's going to be a tough game. When you look at uh, what happened last night, you were on the 08 team, quest to perfection, an even bigger buildup, I think, in terms of, hey, go undefeated. After the TCU loss, when that undefeated burden was gone, what was that like, and how did you guys rebound? You know, it, uh, it's it's funny. I was I was thinking about that this morning. Uh, in a way, I guess if there's any if there's any takeaway from this game that's positive, it's, it's that it's look the pressure's gone. I mean, I I was I was talking to Jason a few weeks ago, and, and he mentioned that the, the pressure was evident, and I mean, it, you can feel that pressure. And and uh, I think if anything's positive comes out, the, the the guys can then have to play a little more loose, and they can go out there and. And when, when, when you're playing loose, you play more confidently, um, and, and you're just more aggressive, period, because you're not worried about making a mistake and being that guy that makes a mistake that loses a season or whatever it may be. So, um, obviously, it's, a, it's, it's tough, and it's tough to get over. It took me a few days when we lost to TCU to, to get over it because, uh, you know, you had something special going. But we've mentioned time and time before that uh, it is so, so hard to go undefeated in college football. I mean, Oregon experienced that this week, too. So. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's it's just tough, and and so I think these guys, once again, I, I think that they can uh, regroup uh, and, and they can they can really um, you know just just put put the best fourth uh, effort forward, and I, I think they will. I, I think uh, knowing the leaders on this team, uh, knowing the the senior leadership, that they'll get the guys ready, and you rally around Christian Stewart, and we saw glimpses of, of greatness from him last night. Um, the way he's able to air out the ball and, and kind of direct it off. He, you know, he had the, the two interceptions, but even then, one of those was when he was getting hit, and the other one was just a slight overthrow. So, uh, all in all, I, I think there's some things to learn from from him. Uh, and you know, I think I think they'll uh, I think they'll be respectable. It's going to take some time for it to continue to gel, um, but I know the players respect Christian because he's a hard worker. What he's done on and off the field, uh, and so he's got the respect of his of his teammates. Uh, now it's just going out there and executing. David Nixon, BYU TV sports analyst, former BYU and NFL linebacker on BYU Sports Nation. David, you and I were talking on the countdown to kickoff set last night about Taysom Hill's injury and the prognosis. I know you had some doctor friends that were texting you updates about you know what to expect and what happens next. What is the latest on Taysom, and is there any sort of positive spin on this injury and his career moving forward? You know, it's been it's been pretty quiet. The last up that I had is he's supposed to be out of surgery here in the next fifteen minutes or so. Um, I think once he's officially out of surgery, I think all of us will know more of, of what it looked like once they got in there. I mean, obviously, 
injuries uh, can change once the doctors get in there and start operating. So uh, I'll be, you know, interested to see how how it went. If it was smooth, if if the uh, screws, everything were inserted properly. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that can go right and a lot of stuff that can go wrong on those type of surgery. So um, crossing our fingers uh, that uh, he, you know, it was it it was a great surgery and that um, you know everything went well. But you know, I'll hopefully know more later this afternoon or so. There was a sequence of events uh, akin to Houston that I talked about that kept Houston in the game where there were some unforced errors on BYU's side that changed the game. Let's go through those for a moment. Second quarter, BYU's up 14-7. Fourth and four, field goal try for Utah State, and for some reason, Jordan Johnson goes offside. First down. Utah State gets a touchdown to tie the game. Then Jamal Williams and Taysom Hill have an awkward exchange. Jamal Williams has a fumble, his first fumble ever. It should have been Taysom's fumble, but it's Jamal's fumble. Whatever. There's a fumble. Utah State scores a touchdown the next play, 21-14. Taysom eventually uh, breaks his leg. That sequence kind of uh, changed the game, and it was unforced errors, David. Yeah, uh, no question, it changed the game. I mean, uh, especially on your home field to, to have those type of errors. And uh, I, I think the biggest one, to be honest, I mean, the, the fumble that's just that with this right option offense that the deal you run, those type of fumbles are going to happen because once again, it's all about basing your read off that defensive end. So sometimes Jamal's going to think. That Taysom sees a certain read, and maybe he's going to try to hug that ball a little tighter or not, and you're going to get fumbled here and there. Fortunately enough, you hasn't really had too many fumbles this year. Yeah. Um, but uh, obviously that one came in an untimely manner. But the one that just really surprised me is, is that offside on that, on that field goal. I just, with it being fourth and four and and where they were on the field, and it wasn't like this was going to be a you know 55-yarder, which you might get in there and be able to block. I mean, so there's a kind of a chip shot for him. And, and to jump, jump off sides, I mean, there's there's nothing more simpler than on on uh, on field goal block to sit there and watch the ball. I mean that's one time when you just don't jump off that, especially when it's fourth and four, knowing that if you do, it's gonna be a first down for him. So, uh, I yeah that that one really baffles me. I'm, I'm not quite sure what Jordan was reading or what caused him to do that, but uh, yeah that that one stung because that kind of did give him confidence. They they put they put another touchdown, tied it up, and. I, that's when they realized Utah State realized, look, we can hang with these guys. I yep. mean, we're fourteen, fourteen. You know, now deep in, deeper into the game, and and uh, they're they're not as tough as we thought they'd be, and and we can hang with them. And that game, that extra added comments they needed to to them for the rest of the game, you saw them just air it out. Garrison just continued to air it out, um, and uh, his confidence. I mean, he was riding high. He, he couldn't miss, and uh, he knew that. The teammates knew that, and, and when everyone's on the same page like that as a team. Man, it's, it's it's tough to kind of squander that and, and, and get them back down to earth. David Nixon on BYU Sports Nation. We've been asking the question all morning now. So, so what now? So what now? How do you rally the troops and get ready for Central Florida six days later? This is a double-edged sword because you lost. You want to get that taste out of your mouth. Let's go play a game. Let's fix this thing. But now you're dealing with a handful of guys that are injured. Your quarterback is out. What happens now to rally the troops and for BYU to somehow go on the road as a likely underdog at Central Florida and put together a good performance? Yeah, what what, what now is is just that. I mean, if you're a true competitor, if you're if you if you're a true college athlete, you prepared all year for this season. I mean, some of these guys, uh, this is their senior season. They they will never play. I mean, some of them won't go on to play in the NFL. So this is the last time they'll ever play competitive football. And so you quickly realize, look, yeah, that was one loss. 
what are we going to do? Are we going to lose the rest of our game? Are we going to give up now? And if you're a true competitor, you honestly rally around your guys. And like I said, in 08, that's what we did. We came together after that, after that beating. And, and we said, look, we can still go on and have a fantastic season. We did. We finished 10 and 3 and, uh, you know, respectable season. So, um, uh, that, that's what the guys, I think the quick turnaround obviously helps. It helps to get back on the field and get that taste out of your mouth. I, there's no doubt that, that watching film today, uh, which most of them will probably be doing, uh, is, is going to sting. And there's a, there's going to be a lot of stuff to learn from, especially from the secondary. Um, but, uh, you know, come, come Monday when they get out there on the field, uh, there, there's not a better feeling than getting out there and practicing and really putting this game behind you. And that's, that's, that's what they have to do because, really, you get two days of practice. You get Monday and Tuesday, and then you fly out Wednesday. So it's a very, very short week. Um, but uh, nothing better than trying to get back out there on that field uh, to kind of prove that this was a fluke. And, uh, you know, and there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things these guys have to prove. Obviously, Christian Storth, uh, the quarterback, has to go out there and, and prove himself. That's secondary. They need to figure something out and go out there and prove that, you know, they're not going to let guys throw all over them. I mean, at some point your pride kicks in and you have to, you know, you have to take ownership and responsibility for, for what's happened and, and try to step up and, and show everyone, look, that was, that was, that was a one game fluke. It's not going to happen again. And, and, uh, hopefully that's their mentality. David Nixon joining BYU Sports Nation for group therapy on Saturday morning. David, we appreciate the insight and we'll talk to you in the near future. Yeah, guys, this this was this was good for me too. So I'm, I'm, glad, we get, I'm glad we could get this. I'm glad we could get this one out. I'm ready to go again. Hug it out. <laughs> Thanks, David. <laughs> All right, guys. The day after an unexpected loss is always an intriguing situation scenario to examine, and and you have to wonder what each of the individual players are feeling. I love that he said at some point, at some point, your pride kicks in. And you just go play. You fix it. You find a way. That, that's what BYU has to do now. They have to figure that out. And in BYU's mind, uh, you know, I think they thought, yeah, we can go undefeated, right? Sure, confidence was brimming. If BYU had the day off previously, I doubt they do today. Watching film, prepping for UCF. I think BYU's on red alert right now in terms of, okay, let's rally this. Let's get this going so that we can salvage this season. Yes, Taysom Hill's out. But what are we going to do about it? If I'm that's a, a coach, big question. If I'm a coach at BYU right now, I am using everything that's happening and saying, nobody believes in you now. Everybody has written you off. Nobody's thinking about BYU. It's funny how quickly that turns. So go and prove people wrong. Go win football games. You still have all of your key athletes like Jamal Williams and Jordan Leslie. 14 hours ago, everything was great. It can change oh so fast. (laughs) Use it as motivation. Brian Logan will join us coming up on BYU Sports Nation. Rise and shout, Cougar fans. This is Taysom Hill, and you are listening to BYU Sports Nation. We owe it to Taysom to continue to support the BYU Cougars. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes, or you can subscribe to the RSS feed on BYUSportsNation.com. David Nixon told us that Taysom Hill, about uh, 10 minutes ago, was 15 minutes, so about five minutes away from getting out of surgery uh, for a broken fibula. Hey, one lucky fan will win a trip for We go from that to this. One lucky fan will win a trip for two to the 2014 Miami Beach Bowl. Yep, Miami Beach Bowl. 
with our BYU Sports Nation Take Your Fandom to South Beach contest. South Beach sounds great right now, actually. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is follow at BYU Sports Nation on Twitter, then post a tweet using the hashtag BYUSNMiami. The contest ends today. Quick! Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Tweet using hashtag BYUSNMiami. Does that mean I don't well, get to... the winner next week. I don't get to stare at my pasty skin in that... No, but I do, still. <laughs> forever. <laughs> I'm not that pasty. Point me. Yeah. <laughs> and one! His, his royal snarkiness strikes again! <laughs> <laughs> was that Strong Bad's maybe, voice? Maybe it was. Strikes again! Jerem Jordan and Spencer Linton on BYU Sports Nation here. What are your expectations for BYU football moving forward at Amber Brainwaves? In the absence of Taysom, the team will rally and execute at a higher level in his honor. Hashtag for the Gipper. Okay, that's, it's kind of that mentality with Taysom there. He's, he is the number one fan, number one cheerleader, supporter of Christian Stewart. That would be easy to do for like Stewart. one game. We're talking about seven games left in the regular season. There are still... Really good players on BYU's team. BYU still has a good team. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that we're not talking about. What are we talking about? Maybe we should be. Jamal Williams can now become the guy for BYU. Feature back. Star. Utilize him as much as you possibly can. Makes Christian Stewart's job easier. Opens up the passing game. So in a way, does this now put Williams on the pedestal and get him to the next level? Yes. It's a, you don't lean on Christian Stewart. You lean on Jamal Williams, for sure. You lean on Jordan Leslie and Mitch Matthews. Joining BYU Sports Nation, the other man in our countdown to kickoff trio on the set with us last night, oh. Brian Logan at Brian Logan 7 uh, Brian, how are you feeling this morning, my friend? Oh, man. You know, I, I woke up this morning and... Uh... You know, thought it was a thought I was having a bad dream until I looked at my Twitter and saw everything. I realized it was, it was, it was real. It was real. It was just a, a nightmare, man. Um, but uh, you know, I, I, I think, I think there's some some bright spots that that we can we can take away from from this team and this this program, just uh, from what we saw in, in, in Christian Stewart and um, you know some of the younger guys like Fred Warner. That, oh man, he was awesome. Know, played. Man, he played his he played his butt off, and and the passion and excitement that he brings to to the defense is is, is exciting to watch. So, you know, there's some small things that that you can take away and and say, man, you know, this is this is a team that in the future is gonna, you know, be be in a good situation, you know, to 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 be successful. Let's address how BYU gets better at a couple of things. The last two games, BYU's given up an average of uh, 34 points. And uh, f- what five twelve total yards against Virginia, and then four fifty seven against Utah State. Where do you start with BYU's defense and getting that better? It's, it really has to, to do with I think controlling the run. Um, you know, last last game, uh, you you look at Utah State and 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 they're having over uh, hundred yards rushing. That's that's one of Coach Mendenhall's uh, pillars uh, for the defense is, is holding a team under hundred hundred yards. Uh, and if you can't do that. Uh, you know, you you really limit uh, your play calling ability. Um, you know, if if if, if guys are averaging, uh, you know, four or five yards a carry, well, now I got to call a defense to stop the run. And if I am calling a defense to stop the run, uh, I'm not giving my secondary an extra guy, uh, you know, an extra support. I have to drop the safety down in the box uh, instead of having him playing over the top. Uh, and so when you have a single high safety. Uh, it's very easy to complete longer passes over the, you know, down the field. It's easier to 
complete double moves. Uh, you know, when you have a, an, an extra tight end or an extra fullback, um, you know, in your personnel as offense as as an offense, uh, you know, Coach Howell and, and Coach Mendenhall, they're thinking, okay, you know, I, I have to stop this run. They're in their big package. So now, you know, you could do play action. You could do these double moves and have more time for max protection and then you leave your corners one-on-one on an island by themselves, and that's, that's, that's not good unless you have a Deion Sanders uh, or Darrell Revis, you know. They're not uh, coming that, to promo anytime secondary. soon. <laughs> no, no, no. So, so that, that's, the, that's, the, that's really the thing is, 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 is stopping the run. I, I, I know if I can stop the run, uh, I know, you know, on, on third and, and long uh, situations, I know they're going to have to pass, which means – I can call a defense to prevent that, that pass and prevent that first down. Brian, regardless of the fact that your Heisman Trophy quarterback, Taysom Hill, goes out with a season-ending injury, I look at the remaining games on BYU's schedule and think, with Christian Stewart, a capable backup, Jamal Williams, Jordan Leslie, Mitch Matthews, and a now hopefully pride-bitten, fired-up defense – BYU can be in every game, if not win every game left on the schedule. What are your realistic expectations for BYU moving forward in 2014? You know, I, I agree with you 100. percent I, I think I think they can put themselves in a situation to 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 win every single game that they're going to play moving forward. Um, you know, if, if this happened last year or if this happened next year with, with those schedules, uh, you know, I, I I'm not I'm not sure. Uh, so. You know, out of out of uh, these last few years, and, and maybe the, this year, movie, you know, next year, I think this is a a time where you would want one of your best players, like Jason, to go down just simply because of of the the, the, the lack of talent that you're going to be facing. Uh, you never but, want him to go down. Let's just make right, that exactly, clear. exactly. Yeah, you yeah you never you never want him to go in down. in no situation. You, it, right? At, yeah, at, at all. Uh, and so. I, I, I'm more hopeful uh, for this team, knowing that you know the best player in the world is is, is going down with a pretty simple and easy schedule moving forward. I mean, you, you have teams like UNLV, um, you know that that should be fairly easy if 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 the offense can move the ball, uh, if the defense can get some stops, uh, and 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 the the defense can can win the turnover margin, and, and obviously the offense uh, taking care of the ball. So. You know, it's simple things like that that I think uh, will allow this team to, to be in a situation to, you know, to, to win the game at, at, when, it, when it all comes down to it. Where does BYU get a pass rush? Oh, Walmart, man. Target, <laughs> Costco? You know, I'm, it's, it's, you know, it's interesting because, you know, as, as, a, as a defensive court, uh, coordinator, my mindset would be at this point to just bring the house, right? <laughs> You know, my, my, my four-man, my five-man rush isn't, isn't, isn't working too well. So, you know, let me actually bring a blitz. And, and, and let me break this down a little bit. A, a, a pressure is when I bring the same amount of people uh, on the defensive side uh, that, that can, uh, you know, that, that, that the offense can block. So if it's five on five, that's, that's, a, that's a pressure. If I bring six people and they only have five people to block it, well, that's a blitz. So I would really start to... Uh, looking to blitzing more. BYU has uh, been blitzing. Know. They're just not getting to the quarterback, right? Well, well, it, it, well. See, that, that, that's that's the difference. It, bringing pressure is different than than blitzing. Blitzing, you're bringing one more guy that can't that that the offensive line or the offense can't block. Pressure 
is, 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 isn't that. Gotcha. Pressure is, okay, I'm going to bring the same amount of people that you have to block, and I, I'm hoping that my guys will be your guys one-on-one, yeah. which isn't happening. And so I would start bringing more blitzes, being more creative in my – and in my blitzes, I remember when we played Oklahoma in 2009, and uh, the, 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 the blitz that, that, that took out Sam Bradford, I remember there were so many uh, you know, defensive coordinators calling Coach Hill and Coach Mendenhall. What blitz was that? What was that? I, 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 that, that was amazing. Uh, and so coming up with blitzes like that, being, being more creative on how to get guys home to the quarterback, is really what I would do. But when you bring blitzes instead of pressures, again, what that does is it puts your secondary in a tough situation. You've got to have guys that can be on an island that you don't have to worry about. And, and right now, I don't know if, if Coach Howe, you know, trusts his guys, uh, given these last few games, you know, giving up 300-plus passing yards, especially last night against Utah State, giving up th- almost 300 yards in the first half. So it's very, it's very difficult. You know, you have to kind of roll the dice with the situation and with the players. You know, do I, do I want to bring an extra guy to, to get home and, and gamble with my secondary? Or do I kind of just, you know, want to try to, to, to keep everything in front of me and, and hope for the best, hope my guys get there? Brian, great to have you with us on BYU Sports Nation. We appreciate the time on a Saturday morning. The group therapy session is always nice. We'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, I think I'm good now, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Let's get to Orlando and play another game. That's right. That's right. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Brian. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, national champion quarterback Blaine Fowler, a backup. He knows all about coming into a high-pressure situation. What advice would he give Christian Stewart? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products in Radio Vision on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV alongside Jerem Jordan, I'm Spencer Linton. Group therapy continues after a heartbreaking loss against Utah State for 18th-ranked BYU. Absolutely. Women's volleyball tonight, by the way, 10 Eastern time versus Santa Clara. And after further review, coming up Tuesday night, 8 Eastern. How does BYU get better? The guys will address that. Twitter question today. What are your expectations for BYU football moving forward? What a perfect way to bring in our next guest, Blaine Fowler, national champion quarterback, a guy who knows all about coming into a high-pressure situation, did so in the national championship. Blaine, what's next, what's next for BYU, starting with Christian Stewart? What do you tell the backup quarterback as now he comes in to try and save a season that a lot of BYU fans are now riding off with no Taysom Hill? Well, as, as the coaching staff needs to tell him exactly what Mike Holmgren told me when I went into the Michigan game. He just said, okay, this is your game now. It's your ball, and we're going to call plays to take advantage of what you do well. We're going to tailor this thing for you. So go out there and play with confidence. We'll make sure we call the plays to make you successful. That's what he said to me when I went in the game. And, wh- and how, uh, did you, how did you take that? I was like, sweet, he has confidence in me, and good. They'll call the plays that I'm most comfortable with. And, and, and that's exactly what BYU needs to do. I mean, this is, this is not just a challenge for Christian Stewart. This is a challenge now for Robert and I to, to think through all of the reps that, that Christian Stewart got in spring ball and in fall and to say, okay, we've tailored this offense to Taysom Hill, and we don't need to change the offense completely, but what are Christian Stewart's strikes? What did he do better than Taysom Hill did? 
Um, what are the areas he's not quite as good at Taysom Hill, and how do I alter my play calling to take advantage of what Christian Stewart does the best? And that's going to give Christian Stewart confidence to know that, hey, we're tailoring this thing for you. This is your offense, and we're going to do the things that you do really well. And, and what do I think he does well? I, I don't think he showed it as well last night as he will moving forward because that's a pretty pressure-packed situation. But he throws the deep ball extremely well. We saw in spring ball and in fall camp that he probably has more touch on the ball and was more accurate throwing the deep ball than Taysom was. Yes. And so I, th- I think that that's part of the arsenal coming back. And it's nice that he gets Nick Kurtz back now at the same time that Christian Stewart's coming because I think that he can add to their ability to get over the top on some things. I think BYU will throw it more and run it less. I think that that's what they need to do. And I think that Christian Stewart's confidence will grow as he understands that, hey, wait a minute here, they are tailoring this thing for me. They're, they're giving me the plays that I can succeed with, and, uh, and so this is my offense now. And now I've got to perform and go out there and play well. Do you think they should lean on Christian Stewart to make plays with his arm as opposed to, say, Jamal and that, those running backs? No, I think Jamal will carry a bigger part of the load um, – but, but right now it's been a one-two thing. It's been Taysom Hill as the running back. Yes. I mean, that's, that's what he's been. So it's been, hey, we've got a one-two punch at running back. Well, guess what? Now they got Jamal Williams at running back. I think Jamal's carries will increase, but I don't expect Christian Stewart to run the ball with the number of reps that Taysom Hill is running right, the football. Right, right. And so, so I think that we'll see maybe a – it's not a dramatic change, but I think, that, I think that maybe you see four or five more pass attempts a game you see him take a few more deep shots, and you see more of Jamal Williams in a more traditional run game moving forward. Blaine Fowler with us on BYU Sports Nation, former BYU national champion, quarterback, college football insider. Blaine, what are the realistic expectations for BYU football now that the peak is, well, they're going to go 11-1. and They can do it. They can still compete in all those games. Some people are saying they'll be lucky to get to a bowl game. Where are your expectations now for this team with seven games left on the schedule? I don't know why the expectations have changed so much in people's minds. I, you know, we never, at the beginning of the season, we didn't expect them to go undefeated. But when, the, when they came out and got through what we thought the, the toughest part of their schedule was and were undefeated, it's like, hey, now this thing is a possibility. There's a, there's, so you're telling me there's a chance that they could be undefeated, right? <laughs> really doing so it, Harry? So, so they lose the game. I've, I've always felt that there were some, I'm not saying trap games, you know, we've talked about it, but, but difficult games. I've always felt that UCF on the road was difficult. But there's some teams on this schedule now that are better than we thought they were. Nevada's playing better than we thought they would this year. Um, Boise State has always been scary on that schedule. Um, but I still think that BYU is good enough. They have the skill people. Um, they have enough talent that they can go 11-1. and I will not be surprised if they go at 11-1. and um, I won't be surprised if they lose another one, one of these tough ones that we're talking about, and, and end up winning 10. I will be surprised if they, they lose two more games. I'll be surprised because hmm. they still have decent talent out there. The, the errors they made defensively last night are fixable errors. So those are they're not necessarily assignment errors where the wrong guy's in coverage, but they're technique errors. This, you know, I, I get so tired of people saying to me, well, BYU just can't cover the deep ball because they're not fast enough. That's a bunch of baloney. You're, um, Jordan Johnson, yeah, Jordan Johnson and Rob – um, uh, Daniel have as much speed as any DBs in the country. They can run with people, but they can't look in the backfield when they're supposed to be focusing on a receiver. And so those are fixable errors. So defensively, they can be a lot better. And then offensively, I think that Christian Stewart is going to do better than people think he is. I think this, this offense can be still explosive. 
Blaine, great to talk to you on a Saturday morning. We'll talk to you in the near future again. All right, guys. Talk to you next week. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, a final thought on this special Saturday edition of Hashtag BYUSN. What are your expectations for BYU football moving forward? This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by DexterLaw.com. Fred Warner for showing up big time as a freshman. Five tackles and a tackle for loss. Conference coming up. Can't wait. Enjoy it, everyone. We'll be back to work on Monday. Group therapy works. Hashtag BYUSN.